Good morning and welcome to the manual. I hope everyone's doing great today. I know I am kind of, I don't know if I slept well enough, but I think I slept pretty good. And I feel like today I want to talk about a little bit about gratitude. It is one of the three things that I find very hard to convey to people. And that's coupled with thank you and please. But gratitude is is what kind of what I want to focus on today. And it is one of the hardest things to convey to people, as I mentioned. Being thankful for or being appreciative for is a very, very difficult thing for some people. Because gratitude is also a burden for the one that's bestowing the gratitude. It is a burden. It is something that we live with. It's something that we have to come to grips with in our lives. It's hard to tell someone that you appreciate or you're grateful for something. Because we take it for granted. We take it for what it is. We take it for it, it comes by so easily to us. You know, I am grateful for a lot of things that are very simple. And when I say simple, I'm grateful to have running water. Because there's a population of of people in nations that do not have running water. Simple as running water through your house, running water to take a drink, running water to take a shower. So I'm grateful for little things like that. Running water. This might sound small to you, but it's actually huge for me. Uh, Electricity. It's another thing to be grateful for. That we don't spend our lives uh, at night kind of stumbling around trying to find things. In our own homes. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper about what I mean, the gratitude. You know, thanking your parents or thanking your siblings or thanking your friends and family, uh, thanking co-workers, um, first responders. Because I feel that what's happening now in government, and I, I hate to talk about politics. That's one of the things that you will never hear me talk about is politics. I can go to religion. I don't mind that. But politics, no. No. And I and I hope um, any guests that I get on, if they want to talk about politics, it'll be a conversation that will probably, probably get out of control. So the gratitude, I'm, again, I'm talking about is just being thankful for the very little things that go on in your life. And some of us should be thankful for the people that are in our lives. Because they serve as a motivation, they serve as a moral compass, they serve as a beacon, a lighthouse, whatever you want to call it. Because at the end of the day, we are not alone. We're not alone. We weren't born alone and we won't probably die alone. And not the physical act of dying I'm talking about. I'm talking about it's going to take some someone to carry your body uh, to the ground or carry it into a furnace if you're going to be cremated or whatever the situation is for your final stop. So gratitude can be a burden because um, when things are done for you or to you, it comes with a price. It comes with a, a, a toll. If you lean on someone way too much, eventually you become, you look at them as a crutch, but you become a sort of albatross around their neck. They're like, oh, I got to bail this person out again. And they're not even grateful for it. It's a fine line between doing things for people um, for whatever gain it is. Maybe it's a reciprocated thing where 
you look to do something for someone because they would do it for you. Or when you need it done for you, you can go to that person. It's like, well, I'll go to this person because they're always helping me. It's not always the case. Some people are in a position not to help you. Maybe you are in a position that you are able to help the masses, that you are the person that everyone goes to to help them. And some of us ego trip and get off on that because you feel like you're the man, you're the woman, you're the person that's, you know, taking care of everything. People could come to you. But when you need something, you know, who can you go to? Who are you grateful to have to go to? Who, who would you bestow gratitude on? If you haven't done so in a long time, any loved one, as I mentioned before, family, friend, mother, father, sister, brother, husband, wife. If you owe them a thank you, you should pay up. Just call them up and or when you see them and say, hey, I want to thank you. And if they're asking for what? For the multitude of things that you've probably done for me and for things that you're probably going to do. When I pray at night before I go to bed, that's one of the things that I, I pray for. I, I thank everyone in my head or in my heart. I thank everyone for what they've done for me today or yesterday. And when I thank God, I thank God for the things that has been done for me and things that will be um, done to me. Sounds weird, right? You're thinking something that's going to be done to you? What does that mean? Well, it's not in a negative sense. It's basically just saying that, you know, things that are going to be done to me, that I am going to learn a lesson, maybe learn patience in a situation. I may learn humility. I may learn fear. Assertion, I don't know what the lesson is going to be. I just hope to recognize it when it comes to be grateful for it, that I've learned from whatever is going to happen or whatever is currently happening. We, we tend to not turn things into positives because whatever negative is going on and we're, we're not grateful for that. We're not grateful for uh, things that are helping us to become stronger, that is building us from the inside out. You can let things destroy you when you keep dwelling on the negative part of it, of, man, what was me? What's happening now? No, you know, easier said than done to roll with punches. Some of us handle things a lot better than others. And that, you know, that can stem from just your personality and how you deal with problems. Some people in the face of adversity or in the face of, of whatever, they crumble. They just don't stand up for it. And then some people, they await the challenge. They can't wait to say, well, you know what? I've dealt with worse. I've dealt with worse people. I've dealt with worse situations. I'm, I'm willing to, you know, go out in the blaze if I got to. And that's a human condition. That's human nature. That's just how we are as people. That's how you're brought up or how you are inside as a person. That you can pivot. You can switch gears. You can step up to the challenge. But again, at the core of it, you need to be grateful for what's what's happening for you or what's happening to you, as I mentioned. Because gratitude, it has its its advantages and it has its limitations and it has its burdens. It does. It, you do carry a burden. 
because at, at, at its core, being dependent on something is a very hard thing. Especially when you're made to feel like you have to deliver something or you have to ask for help. It's one of the hardest things to do. It's hard, it's hard to say please and thank you. As an adult, when I hear that, I always think about my six and seven-year-old self when my mom and dad was like, say please and thank you. And I'm like, okay, aren't you supposed to make me breakfast? <laughs> They're like, no, just kidding. But please and thank you. It, it's just being courteous up front. You know, when I use those two words together, first it's just saying, please, can I have this? It's please and thank you for doing that for me. So I, um, I tend to tell people, thank you when I can, or I'm grateful for having them in my life for whatever capacity they're in, whether they're a counselor, whether they are an opponent, a rival, confidant, ally, or just a friend. My concept of friend has been evolving since I can remember, since I was a little kid, because I have certain friends that are capable of helping me in certain ways. And I have some certain friends that I do not ever call upon for anything, not even conversation. I, you know, and I always question like, how, how are we friends? Maybe we have a common thread. We have a common bond somewhere. Maybe we both know someone that is, you know, beneficial to both of us. And we just happen to be friends from that situation. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. But I, I can probably name a couple off the rip that I just am thankful for them being around because in some, in some way they serve a purpose. In some way they feel something that's going on. And one of the things that when it comes to gratitude, um, I want to tell, tell to everyone is that the first thing that you should be grateful for is that every day you get to wake up. If you're lucky, you get to wake up. And make amends and make anew for things that are happening. You may be carrying a grudge. And I am so guilty of this. I am a grudge carrying. I got I got designer luggage for the grudges that I carry. I was told um, last week that my granddaughter, Naomi, she has a way of, she's, she's one, and, one and a half, somewhere's about that. She has a way of, when she gets upset, she's ignoring you. But she wants to see, she wants you to see her ignore you. And if you're not ignoring, if you're not noticing her being being her, and if you're not noticing that you're being ignored, it's an issue where she's going to grab your hand, grab you, and look you in the face like, don't you see me ignoring you? I hope you see that. I think that is very cute, but I think that it's forming her personality right now, you know. It's easy to discard things for some people. And I am one of those type of people, persons. I just, I have a very easy time detaching from certain things. I call it a gift and a curse for myself. Or if you guys have heard me refer to certain things about personalities, um, I love the word fatal flaw. And why I say fatal flaw, it's, you know, fatal obviously is a, a very hardcore word to use, but fatalism meaning that if I don't correct it, if I don't keep it in um in check, it can it can do me really, really bad. 
It can do, you know, things for me that I don't want to be done. It can create problems for me uh, in life that I don't want to have. But at the end of the day, it's just part of my personality. I am able to detach really quickly. When I was a kid, about 10 years old or so, I wanted to play the drums. Every kid was getting to play an instrument coming up in school. And when it came to my turn of what do you want to play, I wanted to play the drums. And I always wanted a drum set. I never got a drum set, but I always wanted a drum set. I got to play the drums at the set at school, but I, I never had my own. And one summer, it was all about playing the drums. I was hooked. I wanted to play the drums. Next summer, not so much. Because I wasn't grateful for the things that were being done for me to help me play the drums. I felt like I should have a drum set. That's the only way I'm going to learn to play the drums. Instead of working with what I had, I'm trying to work with things that I don't have. And it made me say, I don't want the drums anymore. I don't want to, that, that was last year. That was last summer. I'm done playing the drums. I wasn't grateful enough. I, I didn't have any gratitude about what was happening for me, who was trying to help me in that regard. I just felt like I should have had a drum set. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so if I'm not going to get a drum set, I'm not going to play the drums. Simple as that. I detached from what I was doing. And one of the greatest, I guess, gratitudes that I have uh, to my personality or to my friends is that, you know, everyone's gone through breakups. Everyone's gone through relationships that did not work out for whatever reason. And sometimes, you know, people have to finally throw that towel in and be like, well, okay, we just don't work. We just got to end this. And I can honestly say that I am one person that I've not gone backwards to this point in relationships. I've not gone backwards. I've not, you know rekindled or reignited flames uh, once they flame out they go out that's it for me not to say that I'm a mean person or I'm imperfect or I'm this perfect no I'm not trying to say that what I'm trying to say is that I am grateful for recognizing what was done for me done to me and the experiences that I had with that person and it was time to move on to the next chapter without any kind of oh my god you know, can I go out to the world without this person? I'm not the guy that's going to be the sniveling dude after the fact, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're leaving me and calling her all the time. No, I'm not that guy. And sometimes I uh, I hate to use the word wish, but I wish I had that level of um, of of depth into who I am. Because maybe it's a defense mechanism. Maybe it's something that I, I deal with and don't deal with. Because I think I feel like, you know, if God closes one door, another door opens. Maybe I'll believe that with everything, you know, jobs, uh, situations, businesses, money, you know. Things are, things are written for you in, in history, in your history. Things are written, written for you already. You just have to kind of live through the, the writing. You have to kind of get through it. Stick to the script, as they like to say. So I, I'm grateful for everyone that uh, that have been involved with me on a romantic level, and I'm grateful for friends that I've I've had over the years and friends that I haven't met yet. I'm pretty sure I'll be grateful for things that will be taught to me, things that I'll be told, knocked off the pedestal a little bit. I don't know what's coming, 
I just know that I'm grateful for a lot of things. And sometimes I think it's because of Taoism. I'm grateful for like a lot of little things, things that people are are um, are not thinking about. You guys heard me say before in, in prior episodes about the humbleness of Taoism and the way I feel about certain things like money, um, relationships, things of that nature. It's it's kind of a, a grounding. It's kind of an anchor, so to speak, to personality, to keep it in check. It's my checks and balances. I don't I don't know as a person what triggers me. I, I really say that with a lot of things. Obviously, I'm like I'm human at, at its core. You know, you, you do something to slight me. I may react a certain way. I mean, that's that's given. But I'm talking about when it comes down to something that I have to really think about. I have to really put into into thought to say, OK, this this happened. How do I deal with this? You know, some people could say, oh, if I. If I go into that job one more day and someone says something to me, I'm just going to flip. You may or may not. You may or may not. You may get to that breaking point and just get silent. Or you may get to that breaking point and it's rage. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to react to something when it's hypothetical. And hypothetical could be put into the, into the universe as you are practicing for your day of reckoning. But we don't live in hypotheticals, do we? We live in the reality of what ha- or what happens to us all the time. We live we live in the now. We live in the present. We live in, you know, the not so far future. The future's happening right now. You're ten seconds away from being something else, and you're a minute away, an hour, a day, a year, a decade, a century, a millennia from different things that are happening. But at at its base core, you have to be grateful. There's gratitude. We all are servants of man, whether you believe it or not. We serve some master in life. We all like to say that we serve God. Yeah, but you're serving a job. You're serving a, a husband or a wife. You're serving family. You're serving friends. And you may feel that you should have gratitude for that they may have it you may not or vice versa but it comes down to how grateful are you for certain things what what means the world to you when we say that i love i love that saying you mean the world to me well okay what what is your world about (laughs) what's your world like because i see how you treat things and i don't know if i want to be in that world or part of that world It's hard to look at someone else's life through their eyes. Because you can only see it through your eyes. You can only see what what they have. We all have that friend. And we may be that friend. That they they can have everything that you would think that would make a person happy. They may have an abundance of money. They may have a great home. They may and, and when I say home, um I always talk about home in the in the um not the physical sense of Great big house, American dream, white picket fence thing. I'm talking about great home as a loving home where you know that they they have a foundation. They have a a source. There's a spring from where everything comes from. They have that. That's when I say home. So if I ever refer to home in Taoism, that is how we're taught about home. Home has home could be a campfire. It could be a tent. That's home. Doesn't have to be a physical structure. So 
um, you may look at them as like, well, they, and you know, they may have a great job and all this kind of stuff going on, but they're not happy. They're not, they're not grateful for anything. You're like, what is, okay, what is, what's their problem? They're complaining about every and every little thing, but are they not grateful for what they have? Do they not know? There's a saying that, um, I don't, I don't know who told me this. Uh, I know my dad used to say it all the time, but obviously he didn't invent this or he didn't, um, he didn't pen this, but it, he used to say to me, um, the things that you have, people are praying for. And I'm like, so someone's praying for me to, he's like, yeah, the things that you have, people are praying for. The things that, like I said, in the onset of this conversation, I talked about just having water. There was this picture um, back in the day. Uh, they might have been on Facebook. I was scrolling through my feed and there was a um, one of those big um, earth mover, like a big truck, something like that. It had made a depression in a um, on a dirt road, a huge little depression where water pulled. And there was a little kid that was on hands and knees drinking from this pool of water. And I stopped to look at this picture like it was the Mona Lisa. I'm like, what is this? Like, you know how they say pictures speak a thousand words or worth a thousand words? I immediately found every word synonymous with being grateful that I don't know someone that was doing that personally. But it broke my heart that someone is getting water, that I'm sitting at my desk with a bottle of water on my desk. How arrogant are we? That bottle of water Crazy And I'm looking at this And I'm like wow That person is grateful That that earth mover That truck Made this depression So they can have a drink of water That's gratitude We complain about what What pair of Nikes we can't buy You know We can, uh, complain about what car We can't afford And shit like that When you should be grateful for what you already have, what you've obtained, what you've, what you've come to. And, you know, I'm speaking in a physical sense now about, you know, earthly things that we obtain. But we also should be glad that we have the fortitude, that we have the mental capacity to hold the job that we have. Some of you have jobs that you're not even qualified for. Be grateful for that. Some of you have jobs that you're not even qualified for. This is a fact. And you know it. Not to down you or come at you sideways. No, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that be grateful that you have that job. Be grateful that you have that business. Be grateful that you have attained certain levels of achievement. Because again, at the end of the day, there's someone out there that's so much better than we are. That's a fact. Our parents tell us all the time, there's someone out there that's going to be better. So work hard. Work harder. Because someone is just as good. When I was a kid, my dad did something for me that I am really grateful for. And if this, if I had to top 10 my grateful things, this would probably be a number two, maybe even number one. But I, I would give it number two. I know what my number one is. But he created an opponent for me. Not in the sense of, oh, the man in the mirror. Not, not in that regard, because that's the easiest way to go. It says you're your, you're your biggest opponent. You're your biggest rival. No, there's some level degree of that. But when I didn't want to do things, if I didn't want to get up to go run and train, 
you know, it's two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. It's a Sunday. We're up running. We're up training. We're up shadow boxing. We're up throwing, you know, doing mitt work. And I'm like, Pop, why are we doing this? What's the point? You know, this could be done later today. This is it's four or five in the morning. Well, what are we doing? He's like, we're doing what your opponent did already. Because when they kick your ass Saturday, you're going to remember that <clears throat> they out-hustled you. They outworked you. What, you. what you're willing to do now, they've already done. They're completed. They're done. They're back in bed. They're eating breakfast. Their day has started. But you're out here arguing with me about why we have to do this. Be grateful that you have someone to push you to this greatness. And from that moment on, it wasn't just it wasn't just about boxing. It wasn't just about playing sports that I had someone to push me. It was about that opponent that's in that boardroom. It's that opponent that is on that field, in that ring, on the street, trying to outwork me, trying to outhustle me. I go on the job interviews telling myself that if this doesn't work out, I didn't want this hard enough. I literally think I literally think like that. Every job that I've was able to obtain is because I wanted it in my head hard. I wanted it, you know, like nobody else's. It was my job to lose if I walked in there. And when you're interviewing for something, you'll find out if you're fit or not. You'll find out if there's something that you even want to do for yourself. Because it's not always about, oh, the money here, I want to I wanna get here, or whatever. If you're ever asked, why, you, why do you want this job? It's a very simple question. And we have simple answers for it. Oh, you know, it's going to help me pay my bills or get me closer to buying a house. Or, you know, it, it, it'll give me savings. Whatever, whatever your why is. Everyone has a why. But being grateful for having the opportunity to even sit and audition and, and, and uh, interview for something is, is something to behold as well. To be grateful for that. To, be, to have the gratitude that thank you for meeting me you know, today. Thank you for clearing your schedule to meet with me. That's the one thing that we are not grateful of for people is their time. We're not grateful and respectful of someone's time. Anyone that's in business for themselves knows what I'm talking about. The end of the day, that's the most precious commodity you own is your time. Because it's something that it's if it's wasted, it's, it's gone. You cannot make it up. Yeah, physically, yeah, the next day we can reschedule and do it. But in the moment, there may have been something of time of the essence that had to be completed yesterday. Now we have to table it for today. Devalues it. The process is, is changed. The process is kind of skewed in a way. You know, there's a time and place for everything. I get that. I understand that. There's a time and place. Something may not happen today that needs to happen tomorrow or vice versa. But be grateful that the person had the time to meet with you, had the time carved out in their schedule, that they made the time. You don't know what, what you know, lengths they had to go to to meet with you, to make up that um, meeting. But life calls for flexibility. Life calls for being able to pivot and to go a different direction because there's no script to life. We don't know from hour to hour what's going to happen. We may plan it out. It's in a calendar somewhere. Wishful thinking, I guess, is what we call that. But all in all, it comes down to gratitude that two people 
are gracious enough to provide that time to meet. So in um, cutting this off short today, I want to implore you to contact someone. It could be a text, it could be a phone call, email, whatever medium you plan to use. And just tell them thank you. And the thank you might be thank you for not doing something for me. Thank you for not being supportive. Thank you for not being uh, a pillar of strength for me. Thank you for not being, you know, abusive of my time. Thank you for not being something. Or thank you for everything that you do for me. Thank you. I appreciate what you've done. Small gestures, you know. You know, in terrorism, we have a random act of kindness kind of um, clause uh, that we live by. You know, you just do something out of the kindness of your heart and have the person paid forward. Easy, very simple, very simple tenant, very simple. But it speaks volumes, speaks volumes that you that you appreciate and that you acknowledge that you're grateful here. You have gratitude for certain things. There's a, you know speaks of good character in a person in my opinion so be grateful for something be grateful that you woke up today and you're seeing the sun be grateful that you are not battling a terminal illness be grateful that you're not serving a life sentence in some hellhole in some other country or in this country you know be grateful that you're still employed or be grateful that you are going to be re-employed or be grateful that this is a time that you had to reflect on what you've been doing how happy you probably have not been doing that. And you're making a change in yourself. You're investing in oneself. Be grateful. Be grateful for you know, the energy that you give others. Be, be grateful for who you're going to touch today. It's all important. It's all relative. Thank you again for choosing the manual. And I hope you guys have a great day. Be awesome.